In a world where good news is hard to find, WAVA and One Heart DC present Good News for the City. We're here to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and what his body, the church, is doing to spread this good news in the Washington, D.C. metro area, including Northern Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. As Jesus said in John 17, Father, that they may be one just as we are one. Welcome to Good News for the City. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Greetings, folks, and welcome to Good News for the City, the radio ministry broadcast partnership between WAVA Radio and One Heart DC, right here on Life Changing Talk Radio, 105.1 FM WAVA. My name is Dennis Williams, and I am Director of Ministry Relations for WAVA Radio. I want to welcome you to today's show. Well, folks, you know what? I hate to admit this, but it is so very true. We see it in the news, in our communities, almost every day. Women are mistreated, violated, traumatized. And as a society, I fear we've become almost numb to it. Just over a year ago, we had today's guest on the show to talk about his organization, She's My Daughter. I'm really looking forward to this again. This is a movement to change the culture to one where women are treated with dignity and respect. Our guest has a new book coming out in the spring and an ambitious year of um, outreach planned for his organization. He joins us today to bring us up to date. Um, and I got to say hi just recently and, and, and share what's ahead for him and his organization. And of course, you guys know what we're going to do here to get us started, introduce our guest for the day. Um, my good buddy, my friend, co-host of Good News for the City, Pastor Brian Bale, Senior Pastor of Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn, Virginia. Dude, um, the world has shaken and changed since you and I have been. Um, the Cleveland Browns are in the playoffs. And the Ohio State Buckeyes are in the playoffs. Dude, what has happened? Amen and amen. Well, longtime listeners of the show know that we say over and over again, it's the gospel that makes a way. I'm not sure the gospel made a way for that, but I will say this, that I'm happy uh, that I've got a little bit of glimpse of a different football future, even if it is just for a very, very short time. Amen. We'll take it. Yeah. You know, Dennis, as we're in 2021, I think... um, it would have been really easy for people to think that the turn of a calendar year, because we would all confess 2020 is a year that we had a lot of lessons from, but I don't know very many people who are signing up to say they want to repeat it. Yeah. But we would confess that as the calendar turn, maybe just maybe we would hope with the turn of that page, the, the move to a new year, that, that something fundamentally would change. But the truth is calendars don't change things. Time doesn't change things. Only Jesus changes things and and the power of the gospel that we say over and over again. And uh, this is what our guest today understands and grasps and is putting forth, especially in this very sensitive and important subject we're going to talk about. And so right here with us today, again, we have Daryl Dudley. Um, Daryl Dudley initiated this organization called She's My Daughter. You can find out more about it at she'smydaughter.com. But Daryl is the chief visionary officer, and he served for over 25 years in the music and education industry. And, And he realized at some point that the culture promotes too often violence against women, which is the manifestation of a profound lack of respect. And as a result, you see sexual attacks and you see an ever emerging sex trafficking that fails to recognize the inherent equality and dignity of women. 
So what he felt called to do is to go the extra mile on a personal mission to make sure that all women were treated with the dignity and the respect they deserve. And from that, it came, she's my daughter and many other things as well. Welcome into the studio, Daryl. We're glad to have you back. Good to be here, sir. Thank you for having me. Praise God. And we thank Daryl. That's right. You know, and anytime someone's willing to come back and be interviewed by us, we know that that it must have gone decently the first time. And 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 again, over the but last we always year, get so, a little bit surprised, don't we, Brian? We do get a little bit surprised. So but, he's got to be a great friend of the show, man. That's God right. bless him. <laughs> so longtime <laughs> listeners of the show, they they may remember Daryl, and but we know we're always about uh, finding new listeners via the podcast or online at WAVA on the weekends. Uh, they, the new listeners, or even if they're like me, people have been around a while, but maybe their memory isn't as sharp as it, as it used to once be. Uh, so if they're new, Daryl, or maybe uh, they've been around a while, they just don't recall when we talked before about She's My Daughter. Would you tell them a little bit about it and how that vision came together in your heart for that ministry? Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me again, gentlemen. Uh, She's My Daughter really came from uh, me. I was doing a workshop called If You Didn't Know, Now You Know. And so we were going up and down the Eastern Seaboard, just helping parents to gain an understanding of some of the dangers in the media as they were making media choices for themselves, also for their family. Uh, Back when I was growing up, there were only four channels on TV, uh, five if you had a good antenna. That's right. Uh, And we were the remotes, right? There was no other remote. We were the remotes. Exactly. Exactly. But when I was doing my research, I found out how much misogyny and dishonor there was directed specifically towards women uh, all throughout music and all throughout media. And I thought I wanted the world to be a better place for the significant women in my life, but not only the women around the globe as well. And so I created She's My Daughter with this idea that if every man would treat every woman with the same dignity and respect that he would want for his own daughter, Mm -hmm. then we could eradicate violences against women. And so that's what we do. You know, our number one job is just to enliven the hearts of men to honor women at the highest level. And then we can see a serious reduction uh, in all these atrocities against women. Yeah. And from that, Daryl, there's been uh, different initiatives, different things that you've called people and asked to. And and there's one, if they go to the website, she's my daughter.com again, that they'll see or hear about is called the 29,999. Am I saying that right? Absolutely. Uh, what is that? I mean, it, obviously the number just catches my attention. It's not 30,000. It's not, it's not, it's, you know, I, I don't know if it's one of those things like when you go to the store and they say 99 cents just to catch your attention, they get it right under, I'm sure there's some significant talk about it that way. Absolutely. We definitely wanted to capture your attention, but it, it actually comes from this idea that we get about 30,000 days to live. Hmm. And our thought is that if we gave one of those days, one of those days, each one of us to the eradication of violence against women, then we can see a serious diminishing in those particular atrocities. So what we're doing, we're excited about just joining with the UN in their uh, International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women, which happens to be on November 25th, 2021. Mm -hmm. And so we're excited because what we want to do is get a contingent of people around the world, 1 million and one people, that one person is for you, uh, to donate their time, donate resources, partner up with organizations that are helping women recover from sexual assault, rape, human trafficking, or be a part of the building up of confidence and self-esteem of young girls so they won't fall into the prey or the arms of of predators. So Mm -hmm. that's our goal. We're going uh, this whole year and trying to connect organizations who are willing to do work, churches, 
uh, schools, service organizations, partnering them up with organizations that are already doing the groundwork in their communities, uh, not just for that day specifically, but as an, on an ongoing basis. We believe this, that just like anyone else, the closer you are to something, the more passion you have towards it. You know, if you yes. drive by homeless people all the time, you have a greater heart for homeless people. And yeah. we believe that people are connected, especially men, uh, to these organizations who are doing the groundwork to help women, the more passionate they will be about helping stop violence against them. And so I love how you frame that. When I think when we think of it through the lens of we have 30,000 days and someone's saying, give me one, it's it's not a big commitment as one might think. And certainly the opportunity then to to maybe see and experience something from a perspective that maybe you just have heard about before can change exactly how we live towards others, especially in this idea of treating every woman uh, like she's your own daughter uh, in that way. Now, obviously some of the ways that you're trying to achieve your goal, you just talked about, we've got the thing in November coming up. We are on this show trying to get the word out. Um, what are some of the other ways that you're working to achieve the goal of the campaign and spread awareness during this year? Is, are those the main focuses or do you have other things coming up? Absolutely. So we just got finished with a, a huge initiative called Pack a Purse. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we wanted to do, we partnered with a shelter, a women's shelter uh, in Maryland, and we were just collecting uh, or wanted to collect 60 purses. Uh, and the purses were each filled with toiletries and other items for the women. Um, we ended up getting close to 600 purses wow. uh, just from people all around the community. Uh, we had so many. Uh, it made me feel like Jesus when he was feeding the 5,000, had those 12 extra baskets mm-hmm, uh, yeah. for more. We actually had to call and solicit more shelters um, to be able to give these things away to. And so it was just a real blessing. We're actually doing that again. This time we're doing it pack a bag uh, for February 13th, the weekend of Valentine's Day. As you can imagine, these women who've gone through atrocities, most time they don't receive any kind of compassion or a lot of compassion or love, that sort of thing. So we want to be a part of brightening their day. And so we're doing another initiative called Pack a Bag. Um, This time we're going to be supporting those same shelters we did before, plus an expanded group. But what I'm really excited about is on that day, we're going to take a contingent of people and just literally go around uh, the DMV area and hand out these bags, which will be filled with toiletries and some candy uh, to women who are actually on the street. Yeah. You know, and that's just an amazing reminder about what has happened and what is going to happen that even in the midst of a pandemic and where it seemed like so much has stopped that the goodness that comes to the people of God to show the truth about Jesus, to love others and to walk humbly and to to be kind and gracious can, can still happen in very effective ways. Now, in looking at things from time to time, there can be this temptation, I believe, that works a little bit like this. This is such a big problem. This is so massive. And in looking at it, become overwhelmed and thinking, oh, man, I really can't change much of this. I can't change this mentality. I can do that. What are some maybe real practical ways for individuals or, or churches or parachurch ministries or whatever it might be? How, how they can get involved and just take a, maybe a little step uh, so that as all of us together do this, we should see a change. Yeah, I think that, that churches, organizations, individuals can uh, take it upon themselves to contact local organizations who are helping women, again, recover from domestic violence, rape, sexual assault, human trafficking, and literally partner with them throughout the year. Um, and oftentimes, it, you'd be surprised at 
little things that we can do that make a big impact upon yeah. the ladies there. So I would find your local shelter, local safe house, um, and, and be a part of helping resource them. One of the challenges with COVID is that as people have had diminished disposable income, Mm-hmm. They're less likely or less able to give into these organizations. So some of them have been suffering. So I would just open up. I was going to say yellow book that shows the gray on my hair here, but uh, <laughs> Google some local organizations in your community and yeah. just help resource them. Uh, my wife has done a ministry with a group that's right near our house that uh, has uh, some teenage unwed mothers and she just goes and sometimes they just need socks, you know, and, and, and sometimes stuff we take for granted, they actually need. So that's what I would do for you or individual or church or group. Now coming up, you mentioned February 13, pack a pack, a purse, pack a bag, whatever it might be. Do you have anything else upcoming that, you know, that you would want to highlight so that people are listening? And of course, obviously they can go to the website, she's my daughter.com and, and get the information there, but we've got them listening right now. Absolutely. And so one initiative that we have coming up is uh, uh, called We Be Free. Mm -hmm. Now, as we have educated listeners here, uh, you understand that it's grammatically incorrect, but it was done on purpose. We Be Free is um, an apparel line that we've done to bring awareness and attention to the atrocity of human trafficking. Yeah. What we were able to do, we were able to galvanize Generation Z artists, teenage artists, literally from around the globe who sent in designs to us based on um, the ideas of freedom or empowerment. And what we're doing here in the spring is we're actually putting those artworks, those drawings on clothing uh, uh, to be sold just as a regular clothing company under She's My Daughter. Mm-hmm. The proceeds go to help resource safe houses around the globe. So we, we're really excited about that. Uh, it's fashion's megaphone for muted voices. The ultimate goal, which I'm excited about uh, with We Be Free, is that ultimately we want to have our own workspace where women who have survived and are thriving after human trafficking will come to work uh, at in an empowerment and empowering uh, organization. Oftentimes, it's hard for them to get a job and to keep a job just because of what they've gone through and because of the PTSD and the mental challenges that uh, come from uh, their past. So we want to be able to create an organization where they can come and actually work for and create the clothing that they sell, which helps support others who are survivors. Daryl, I wanted to say, um, if I can here, Brian, just jump in that. Why are you loafing around? I mean, you're not doing anything, man. So what in the world? <laughs> yeah, I'm worn out. I'm worn out just listening to you, my brother. But it reminded me something. Thank you so much, by the way. But what you just pointed out, this clothing and things like that, Brian, I don't remember if I mentioned this to you. I think I did. My wife and I <clears throat> went um, a couple of times. We went to Bangkok, Thailand, and we were helping with the sex trafficking trades and all that kind of stuff. And these women over there did this very exact thing. Um, my wife has a couple of the T-shirts that they designed. And the women couldn't get a job. But what did they do, man? They designed this clothing and jewelry. And, and it's amazing. So praise God, man, that you've allowed God to use you. And um, man, you're just doing so much. Thank you. Anyway, I just wanted to, just wanted to plug that in just because it reminded me of some things they were doing over in, in Bangkok that are just very powerful through the hands of God. I would and, add this. Yeah. You know, one thing with the um, COVID-19, one thing, one of the ways we are able to do so many different things. We've galvanized an audience of volunteers, uh, active Mm. volunteers from around the globe. Um, As 
bad as COVID has been, you know, there's always sort of the silver lining in every tragedy. Uh, People weren't working. Kids weren't having to commute to school per se. And so, so many people around the globe have had uh, the time to volunteer. Mm -hmm. And so that has been a real blessing. We've got over, you know, a hundred volunteers from literally around the globe who are working on things for us. And so uh, we're really just, you know, excited about that, the opportunities that has presented itself. Amen. I was talking off air a little bit earlier ago with one of our producers, Lauren, just about how a challenge for churches many times is is follow through, I think is the way I describe it. Like many times we engage people at their point of need. They come to know the truth of Jesus Christ, but then walking along with them as they grow in discipleship or walking along with them as they move uh, into different parts and helping them is, is a bigger challenge. And on a personal level, one of the things I love to hear what you're doing, Daryl, and, and I applaud your organization for doing that. And I encourage anyone who's listening to find out more about this organization is you're, you're catching them or helping them in their point of need, but also you're also with We Be Free and other things saying, take them along that journey. Because it's not just getting out of this abusive situation or where you've been sex trafficked. There's so much more that has to happen uh, for them to be back in a place where they're able to live the life that Jesus died for, life to the full. And you're walking on that. And so just on a personal level as well, thank you for that. Now, you've got a book coming out called Your Voice, Her Future. It's in the spring. The set's come out. Could you tell us a little about that? And also, will we find it just on the website that you have, or is it going to be Amazon or some others other places as well? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I was inspired by the Lord to write a book called Your Voice, Her Future. And the long title is uh, She Needs Your Voice in Her Future. And so Mm -hmm. what we're trying to do is to uh, connect or reconnect uh, fathers to their daughters, we do believe that that's one of the biggest things uh, that will help decrease violence against women uh, in our world when fathers are connected to their daughters. Too many have estranged relationships, and when those relationships get estranged, guilt comes in, shame comes in, and they just get further separated. Um, so we want those relationships to come back together. So the book just gives detailed ways of how you can come back and reconnect with your daughter, or if you have a good relationship, make it even better. It has a lot of case studies there of things that have worked out uh, for fathers and connecting back to their daughters. When fathers are present in the home, predators are less likely to get involved in that home. When fathers are activated, even in the community at large, predators are less likely to come in those particular communities. And so we think it's so important, so valuable for that connection to happen uh, here uh, outside of the prison walls, but also important, it's important for us to make that happen as well inside the prison wall. So the Lord is calling us in there uh, to make some of those connections happen because oftentimes, you know, the guys think, well, daughter, she doesn't really respect me. She doesn't like me. Uh, she thinks what I did was awful. It might've been, but there's something about a daughter's heart that is always for a father. We want to re- make those relationships connect. Uh, the book will be available on Amazon, on Kindle. It'll be a softback book. Plus, we'll also have some copies in bookstores around the country. Yeah. So I, you know, we as individuals, especially in the Washington metro area, I think almost all of us um, at some level have a little bit of that in us that we want to get better at our vocation or better at a hobby or whatever it might be. But I think there's this danger many times when it comes to our relationships with our kids, specifically our daughters or relationship with our spouses. It feels a little odd sometimes to say, well, I've got to go and get this outside resource to be better at something that most people assume I should just naturally 
be better at than I am. And my encouragement for you is uh, if you're listening today, whether it's right here on WAVA or later on a podcast, is to take advantage of this resource because we could all use help, whether or not, just as you said, Daryl, you have a, a great relationship with your daughter or whether you have a strained one, growing in that never hurts in any way or in any shape Amen. or form. And as you've mentioned already, when a father is there and present and active, it does make a significant difference in keeping out those things that God certainly never wants to happen in the lives of a young lady. Now, is there a story or something from the book that you, you know, you've, it's about ready to come out. You'd, you'd like to share with us of encouragement or something of that nature. My, my encouragement there is this, I'm, I'm going to hold back on any story. Uh, All right. Now, but That's a good tease, Daryl. You're learning early on the book tour. <laughs> That's a good tease. Uh, uh, one of the things that, that is so profound uh, that I want all fathers to get is that your daughter is less likely to get into promiscuous activity mm-hmm. if you are present and active in her life. As a matter of fact, she will have an interest in boys, an intense interest in boys much later, college or beyond, the more you're activated in her life, the more you build and boost her self-esteem. So my word of encouragement to fathers, do whatever you have to do uh, to connect with your daughter on the greatest level possible. And I know there's some places where families are broken apart uh, and things happen. I get that, but you do whatever you have to do to make that connection. Your connection with her is so significant and so important for her now and also for her future. Yeah. Amen. Then I do encourage you. There's many of the programs that you could talk about that she's my daughter directly offers. I'll just tell people again, to go to the website, she's my daughter.com to see that. And if they have questions, I'm sure there, they can reach out to you to talk about how you work with other ministries or outreach organizations and connect in that way. But as somewhat is a tradition on our show, We recognize that we talk about it's the gospel to make the way. It's a good news, but many people find their way to good news for the city and and they're listening to what's being said, but inside in their heart, they don't feel like it might apply to them, that there isn't hope. And so, Daryl, you've had many experiences with people throughout this journey uh, and maybe the last minute or so. Could you speak to someone who might be listening uh, today and give them hope that they need about their relationship they can have with their daughter? Absolutely. As I said earlier, there's a connection. There's something within us in our DNA that connects us with our children. And there's a connection between a father and daughter that's absolutely almost impossible to break. My daughter is 26 years old now. And uh, um, it's like she's two years old in terms of our relationship. She can probably say something or uh, uh, put her face on and I'll give her anything uh, that she asked for. So I just want to encourage anyone today that you can improve the relationship with your daughter if you take the steps that are required to do that. Um, also this, I want to encourage you this. There are many times, especially with teenage daughters, because sometimes fathers are butting heads with them. But guess what? They listen to what you're saying. Sometimes they won't reveal it to you until they're much, much older. But the words that you are saying, they actually listen to and they actually soak down. So I want you, I want to inspire you to do whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Dennis, I'm always encouraged when I hear stories from Daryl and anyone else who talks about the importance of the gospel and how it transforms lives, especially our daughters. 
Yeah, I was just thinking something that my dad said and Daryl said it again. And it's, it's just so much wisdom in it, man. When my daughters were teenagers, I'm sure they thought I was the dorkiest, craziest dude ever. Um, for some strange reason, I don't really know what has happened to me. Um, but they think I'm a relatively smart human. So uh, they are young uh, women with children themselves. So Daryl, God bless you, my brother. Love you, man. Thank you so much for what you do. And thank you for being with us again. Folks, if you want more information, please go to she'smydaughter.com. That's she'smydaughter.com. You can also go to goodnewsforthecity.com and uh, and hear um, this again on podcast. Or again, if you need any information or need me to to, to point you in the right direction, I can do that. You can reach me at 703-807-2266. Thank you for joining us today. We'll see you again next week. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Thank you for joining us and listening to Good News for the City, a gospel partnership between WAVA and One Heart DC. This is a partnership movement which celebrates and seeks to accelerate the move of the gospel into the Washington, D.C. metro area. It is our prayer that through this radio broadcast ministry of good news for the city, we will see transformed lives and communities and more and more people responding to the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to help bring unity to Bible-believing people and churches in order to multiply our impact in our city, and we would love for you to join us. You can learn more at goodnewsforthecity.com. That's goodnewsforthecity.com. Or you can go to wava.com keyword good news. Or you can call us at 703-807-2266. 703-807-2266. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way.